I'm Felina. And I'm Summer. And you are listening to Broke and Broken. <laughs> because we're both. The podcast about living your best life by getting real. Hey, broken people. This is Summer. And my guest co-host for today is Priya. Hi, everyone. Glad to be here. Thank you for doing this. Uh, Felina is out. On sabbatical. So Priya graciously decided to come join and chat with me. So what's been going on, Priya? We I invited you over because there was a topic that was happening. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry for the background noise. I have children and I have a life, so there you go. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so uh, a little bit of background. I was approached by someone who is who had specifically asked me if I would tap into my networks, uh, so that they could basically claim that they are doing diversity work right um and recruiting applicants for certain opportunities and that really rubbed me the wrong <laughs> way uh because that is they went about it and like cuz you know how people beat around the bush right it was kind of like that and I was just like cut the shit like tell me what, what you want, you want. <laughs> what do you right. what do you want and so finally he finally gave up his motivation for asking and while I feel the intention was good it came off pretty slimy right and I uh, I did post on my Twitter asking you know if people had similar experiences with this and I don't know if you got to read the responses I got to read some of them yeah, so there was a pretty clear pattern that uh, came out that this uh trying to gain access to communities that they haven't actually taken the time to form genuine relationships with seem to be very common with with uh, people, white folks mm-hmm. who th- consider themselves allies. Yes. <laughs> Emphasize. And, yes. And, very, and even more so with men. Yes. So white feminists, yes, but even more so with men. And men seem to be more direct about it, more aggressive about it, I guess. Probably because they feel so entitled because they're white men. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And I don't know. I didn't get anybody who fits into those demographics. None of them gave me any feedback. So I'm kind of wondering, like, what is in their mind because obviously they feel like they're entitled to that. Maybe they feel like, right. you know, their, quote, allyship should give them access. I don't really right. know. I don't understand. Or maybe it's just the privilege and entitlement that they get just by existing. Right. In, in the structural system, they just assume that they're entitled to that? Yes. I don't know. Oh, it, was, it annoyed me so much that I had typed out a whole paragraph in a message to someone. Um, and I'm trying to find it right now. <laughs> Um, because it, basically what I said earlier, while the intent is really good, it came off really slimy. Um, and what I really wanted to say was, why don't you email the announcement to like organizations of color that are in the community, right. that was um, way to do you it. know, to advertise and it feels like it's profiling to me. Um, hey, and, brown girl, can you give me other brown girls? Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, right? <laughs> and it felt kind of white saviorish to me, which also oh, is true. like a whole different kind of like monster, right? Because it's yeah. like, oh, I want to be helpful, but I also am not going to do the work to reach those communities that I'm being an ally to, quote right. unquote. Um, and then um, what? Uh, another thing that I wrote was, you know, the his reasoning should be to ensure that this opportunity reaches communities that aren't often aren't advertised to 
Not because you want to bless someone. Oh, is that a phrase he used? No, he didn't say okay. that. He didn't say bless, but that was kind of the idea that he uh, was okay, going the for. And be the white guy who changes their lives, right? And it's like, okay, <laughs> he pump be, your brakes. Want to be Kevin Costner in this movie? Yeah, right? <laughs> are, 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 we, are we doing this? Are we really doing this? Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm also pissed at this person's boss to begin with because I just, it's very, with their actions, their very right. recent actions, I'm not very happy with them. And then also, I don't want to put, you know, fellow women of color in a white space. That shit is already violent enough. Um, Especially if they're already doing this kind of shady thing. They're just likely to be more marginalized and silenced. Right. And so, and and that's what I said. I'm like, you know, if I put another woman of color in a white space where she's going to be ignored and dismissed, I'm putting her in harm's way. I'm not helping her at all. I mean, granted, you know, people do have, you know, agency and self-determination, but I also want to be protective of the people that I'm passing this information on to. Right, because I feel like when I pass, it's one thing if somebody's advertising and, you know, you apply based on the the advertisement, but if I'm going to somebody directly, I feel like there's a different level of... They feel like, okay, this person trusts this. So, right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. their level of how guarded they are and how much they're weighing things out, I feel like is different. Right. Because I feel like I'm granting this legitimacy by saying, hey, you should check this out. Right. Which is probably, I, which is, I feel like what they're wanting when they come to us and ask us to directly do that. Right. Which is why it's just so bad. Don't do this. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> don't do it. And... You know, another thing that I said is, you know, I don't want to put my friends in a position where they're going to be devalued and their labor exploited. Right. Bottom line. And just to be a token so that an office can claim diversity, right? Right. I'm like, I'm not going to tokenize my friends. Like, you got me all kinds of fucked up if you think I'm going to tokenize my friends like that. Do you think most white folks even think about that like that tokenism exists other than when we're actually saying it to them like do, do you think that even enters their consciousness i don't think so i don't so. feel like it does i don't think they it registers them to them they think they're doing they're doing a service by saying we're trying to be inclusive and we want one person from one you know each community and i'm right. like we're not a monolith like we're very diverse in our opinions and how we do things And, you know, one person doesn't speak for an entire population. Right. Um, And so I feel like that totally gets dismissed. But you also mentioned something that I thought was um, really important, and that was, like, gaining that perceived legitimacy, right? Yes. Um, I think that's a big part, because if you you toss mine or your name around, people are going to be like, oh. Oh, right. Oh, this must be real. They do this work, and this is what they are, so it must be, you know. Right. Yeah, and I didn't even realize that was a thing. Like, I had never thought about that yeah. until um, I had, I worked with somebody who I stopped working with last year. Who, yeah. Because he kept trying to do that. He would ask me literally, and very directly, which is not a thing you do in right. our community, to, oh, introduce me to this person. I, they, he was literally asking for um, access to spiritual leaders. And yeah, and I'm like, you don't, first of all... And, of course, in our way, we just pretend we don't know what they're talking about. I don't know. I don't know anybody who does that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. They're like, but, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you do. But even if I do know them, that's not something you do. You don't just roll up there and start asking questions. Right. Like, any of this works. Right. And um, that was the first time I'd 
experienced it so blatantly and realized, oh my God. And then I could see a pattern of people doing it before. Right. Like, this is really something that people do. Like they are really trying to use you for access. Um, and then I just, um, a few days ago, heard from someone else who was actually, um, who was act- telling me about this, uh, this person I worked with. Um, she was actually one of our clients. He did the same thing to her after I refused. Wow. He went to her and was asking her to help him access all these people. And she did the same thing. She's shocked at you. <laughs> she did yeah. the exact same thing because that's what we're taught to do. We're like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I will play dumb. Yeah, we just play dumb because that's just what you do. But, yeah. yeah. So, apparently, that dinosaur sound back there is my <laughs> seven-year-old. Um, <laughs> who thinks he's funny <laughs> hiding behind the couch. Um, do you want to say hi to the listeners? Hi. Okay, now go back in there, please. Um, or be quiet. <laughs> so I don't know. What's the solution? Do we know? <sighs> Besides setting people on fire in the streets? Because um, there are days I would like to do that. There like, are days that I also would suck in that motion. Um, I feel like having some sort of self-awareness. Like, would you ask, would you ask this of a fellow white person? And, Maybe they would. Is and, that better or worse? I don't and, know. And it, I, in my opinion, it could like it could go both ways, you know. <laughs> um, and I feel like if you were to be like, "Hey, would you ask this to so and so?" and their response would be different, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, maybe that maybe there's a chance that that light bulb will go off. Like, right. I am asking something that is inappropriate, <laughs> you know. And I think what really pissed me off about the request I got was. I was thinking that this person was asking me about organizations to advertise to. Right. And so I was all about that. I Which was is like, what it sounded like. You showed me the message. Yeah. That's what the first one sounded like. Yeah. And then it was like, no, you do this work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so this person was like, um, I was like, well, did we, I was like, first of all, I have two questions. I'm like, are there any women of color in the office? And the second one is, is this internship paid? Because... I am not going to send someone to an internship where they're not getting paid for their labor. Like, that's bottom line. I refuse to do that. Um, And so I was thinking, I was like, okay, there's a couple of different ways we can slice this. And that's when he reported back and was like, oh, well, I just just thought that, you know, you could, like, tell people, like, either, you know, if you're in any groups or if you're, you know, connected to anyone, kind of like a whisper network. And (laughs) that's when I was like... Oh, I I fucking get it now. Right. You want me to do your work for right. you, and to that I say fuck all the way off. Yeah, that's that's not even an ethical way to do things. Wow. And it and it's uh it's really funny to me that this is like the third time this has happened with this person. Oh, the same person. Yeah. Oh, so he doesn't learn. No, no. If <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys remember from the episode that we did with Kelly Brooke and um, Felina, the dating episode. Um, this was Book Club Boy. Oh! Can you get oh, okay. a summary in case they haven't heard it? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, um, Book Club Boy was, um, it, it, the t- like, again, the intent was good, but it came off slimy. Um, and this person had asked me to join a book club with the uh, caveat that the space would be very, very... Um, the space would be very white and that I would probably be maybe one or two people of color that would be in the group. Okay. 
And I left this dude on red because I was like, <laughs> I'm not your token. Right. I like, and I, like I said, the intent was good, but it just came off wrong. Co- yeah, that you comes know? across pretty. And, and so I always come back to a couple of different things. Um, the first one is, does this need to be said? Does this need to be said right now? Does this need to be said right now by me? And have I, the other questions I would also include is, what have I done to find out this information myself before asking someone? Um, Also, um, asking yourself if you would approach another person that you have a relationship with and asking the same question Mm -hmm. and getting a wildly different response. Like, (laughs) are you prepared for, because like I said, we're not a monolith. Like, we, we are very diverse um, in, our, in the ways that we do things and, and the opinions that we have. And it just, it just goes all over me, really, that you would have the nerve to ask this knowing the situation that I was in. So this was someone that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, things happened. Right. You know, a few things happened. Like and do. Yeah, and uh, it just it just didn't work out. And I'm kind of glad it did because any attraction that I had to this person was efficiently. <laughs> it's over a, now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's over now. So I'm like, bye. <laughs> uh, see you next year. <laughs> or at all. Um, and so it's weird because I have a feeling that this person is going to come circle back around. And... I'm going to have to have that come to Jesus meeting with them to be like, okay, we need to break down how this happened because... Will there be charts? There needs to be charts. Oh, I feel like there needs to be charts and graphs and I need a little laser pointer so I can circle and emphasize, you know, certain points on the slide. Um, But it just, it was a really off-putting experience and the fact that he had the nerve to do that a third time... Was very so self aware he is. Yes, and uh, I I just have a lot of issues with people playing the <laughs> virtue signaling white right. savior role, um, and that's kind of what that felt like, and so that just really put a bad sense. taste in my mouth. Yeah. Yes. Don't do that, people. Seriously. Right. So I went. You mentioned being the only face in the room. I went to the open house at Sovereign School the other day because um, my younger daughter is going this year. Yeah. And so we're there, you know, doing the the little tour, you know, Phil's showing us all the, the work that they've done so far and, you know, what the, the remodel is going to look like and all of this. And it hit me. I got a, little in my, got a little in my feelings for a second to realize this is going to be the first time. I mean, she's... I'm going into sixth grade. Mm-hmm. This would be the first time she's ever going to be in a classroom. That's a majority. With mostly people of color. Yeah. Or who, you know, well, I mean, obviously there's a lot of, you know, I don't know if we have a lot of non-natives who've applied. I haven't seen the list, but everybody I've seen during the open houses have all been natives. And, you know, obviously we have a lot of different phenotypes. Right. But in all, even the, quote, diverse schools she's been in, sometimes she's the only black face. Or yeah. maybe two or three students in the class. Yeah. This is going to be the first time that she's in um, classrooms with, and they're being taught. Right. Like, when was the first time you had a teacher of color? Somebody I asked think it this was, on Twitter the other day, and I, I had to think about it. I was like, oh, my God. I think it was third grade. Third 
Yeah. Mine, I had, we had um, two Choctaw teachers in fifth and sixth grade, and that was it until college. Yeah. And the only reason I had college instructors um, mostly was because I took Native American studies, so we had a lot of Natives. Yeah. And then occasionally I would have a, um, let's see, I had a few black teachers. I'm trying to think. I can't remember. I can't remember what um, country that one professor came from. It's been too long. It yeah. was the 90s. That was a long time ago. <laughs> it was yeah. 99. Um, yeah, and so mostly it's been like white teachers. Like I don't know. I remember my older daughter when she went into sixth grade, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Fifth or sixth grade. It was the first time she'd ever had a uh, teacher that looked like her. And it meant so much to her because she's, um, she's always, she's Choctaw Creek and their mother's also black. And then she has a, I, I think her father was white, I think. The mm-hmm. picture looked white. I don't know. He was light anyway. Yeah. Um, and her teacher was um, biracial. And she's like, this is the first time I've ever had a teacher that looked like me. Wow. I was like, oh my God, you're right. It is. I mean, I... After that, it was very sparse that I had mm-hmm. teachers of color until I got to college. And then mm-hmm. it, was, it was... Right. College was a lot more diverse, but... Right. Yeah. But, you know, I don't think I've ever had a black man as a teacher. I did. I had a dean of, at the law school, but never an actual instructor. Uh, I did. And it was for um, social work statistics, which was mm-hmm. a class I did not do very well in, but... <laughs> statistics is... <laughs> He was a, a fun thing. He was a pretty cool guy. I liked nice. him a lot. Nice. He worked with me even though I had a lot of trouble with statistics. You're not alone. A lot of people have trouble with <laughs> statistics. Part. You don't go into social work because you're good at statistics. Right. They're so fucking boring. Yeah. They really are. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. That really that really got me. Because I'm like, she's finally going to be not the only one or right. two, right? Because, um, we've had, you know, I mean, everybody... It's in these communities have this, you know, this experience. She had a little boy at school last year, the beginning of last year when we were in that other town. He wouldn't stop touching her hair. What the fuck? Would not stop. And she's like, stop, you know. And she's had problems with, of course, she's got trauma background and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we've worked for a lot of years on the how you can't beat people to a ball just because you want to. Right. So she was trying not to turn this into a physical altercation. Right. Which is a lot of progress for her. Yeah. And then, of course, the little dino boy that everybody heard a minute ago. <laughs> he thought at him. She told him no first. And then he did She and then he did it again. And the third time he did it, <laughs> her little brother ran across the room at this boy and headbutted him in the face. Oh my gosh. And this kid, was like, <laughs> this kid was like a fifth grader, and he's a first grader, but he's like, she told you no. <laughs> uh, I dig it. He's learning boundaries that really. Right? I'm like, what? That's one of those parenting moments where you're not sure what to say. Right. Like, on the one hand, I feel like I'm supposed to tell you not to headbutt people, but right. on the other. Yeah. If you're I'm gonna... totally with you on this one. Yeah, seriously. Especially after you've been told no several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we had problems like at, when we went to the daycare at OU. There was a little kid who would ask things like, "Oh, why is her hair like that?" and stuff. But 
okay, kids say stuff, and especially if they haven't been around people that don't look like them, fine. But what bothered me was her, she was asking this to her dad, and her dad's laughing. What? And I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Right, (laughs) seriously. Yeah, he's laughing, like it's hilarious. And I'm just like, well, now I know why your daughter doesn't understand that people have different hair textures. Right. (laughs) There's something wrong with you. Yeah, so. Oh my God. Yeah, it's. It's a lot of fun. It's terrible. I remember being in high school and one of my friends, her mother, they were, I think they were Pentecostal. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, that's always fun. My grandma's Pentecostal. And I'm sure their heart was in the right place, but her mom was very, uh, I always always fuck up saying this word, but fetishizing. Oh, yeah. Um, Because she was like, oh my, what olive skin you have. What amazing hair you yes. have. And I'm just like... Oh Did she my. call you exotic? Yes! <laughs> I was like, oh my god, okay, we're we're done here. Like, I appreciate... I, I I get that you're coming from a good place, but let's just not. <laughs> oh my god, that one. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that one a lot. I'm just like... The audacity of men. I'm just like, seriously, you you are so lazy that you can't do your own work. Or just men in general. Yeah. Like, why do you exist? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's hard me for me to find you. a reason, to be honest, outside of, like, you know, if you feel like, you know, making babies or whatever. Uh, right. Other than that, I really don't see them as necessary, but that's just my personal opinion. I got a message last night from some stranger on the internet. <laughs> Straight for the point, too. He's like, hey, beautiful, so what is your mixed heritage? Oh, my I'm God. Like, so is that supposed to be better phrasing than what right. are you? I'm not sure. I laughed for 10 solid minutes about what leads you to ask a stranger on the Internet this question. Right. And, like, how bold. <laughs> like, where do you get off being that old with a question like that with a he's person a white, you never met he's a white doctor in oklahoma so i'm sure he feels entitled to whatever he wants oh my goodness <laughs> no but seriously like white men are like the most entitled jackasses i have ever worked with ever yeah well that's who that was that i was working with and that's yeah that was and if thing. i find a motherfucker using my name to get to people Game um, over. Yeah, that's what I found out about after I started talking to her. And she has been, because she's been getting dec- increasingly disenchanted with him. And I guess she's working on filing a complaint against him. Mm-hmm. That's why she contacted me. Because um, she's been talking to other people who've worked with him. And that's what I found out was he was using my name. Like, to. that's how he got her to hire him. And apparently other p- people... Because I worked there, I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I thought the first time, because I was working on a contract basis and I was having, like, I would, I would do, like, drafting services and, you know, you know, research. Yeah. And I would do coordination with the clients, but that was it. Like, that was my role. My role wasn't, but I guess he was using my name like I was, and so he was getting these people to hire him. Saying, yes, she works with me and she does all this work in this area and she does all this advocacy in this area, so you should come. And I'm a white male and I'm going to come in and co-op that shit. 
And yeah, I had no idea. I did not know all of this was being, uh, <laughs> I being would said. Be pissed. Yeah, I just found this out. So I'm like, I don't even know what to do with that. Who, first of all, who does that? Right. Secondly, Although now it makes a little more sense, like, some of the stuff that was happening. Because, like, he made a comment one time because, as it turns out, Indian country is very small. And so, as it turns out, a lot of times, you know, you've got, like, two degrees of separation from any given person, pretty much. Yeah. So, on two different occasions, we ended up having people come for a consult and finding out that it was guys that I had dated. No big deal. Yeah. You know, not a problem for me, not a problem for them. Right. But I would be like, how did you find out I dated them? But apparently that's what he was doing, was he would bring me up and it was part of his sales pitch. And they'd be like, oh yeah, I know her. And they were, and the way I found this out was because he made this sideways remark to me about how it seems like I've dated half of Indian country. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Excuse did you just me? Yes. And I'm like, first of all, that's only two. Right. People. And then he um later he he made that remark a couple times. I'm like, that's not okay to say to me. Right. Um and then one time he made a remark about he was telling me about somebody that he was going to ceremony with and I'm like and I knew who he was. I'm like, yeah, no, cuz he was trying to get me to come out to some event or something that this guy was at. I'm like, no, I'd rather not. Yeah. I know who he is. He has a long history and I just don't want to be involved. Right. With, you know, I mean, he's a predator. I understand that. I know he says he's changed, but I'm not comfortable around him. Yeah. And he's like, and he says, really? Cause he seems like the kind of guy you would have dated. I'm like, um, what? <laughs> you are about to get knocked across the room, <laughs> sir. Like, first of all, no. When he started hitting on me several years ago, I said no. And that was before I knew this information. Right. But you don't get to say that to me. Right. What gives you, what, what even? Like, that just, that would go all over me. Mm-hmm. And I was in a position where I'm like, well, you know, half, half my income is right. coming from this guy, from the contract with this guy. Yeah. And so I was like, well, you know, I just kind of would be a smart ass and I'm like you can't no you don't you know make a joke and like you don't get to talk to me like that no. and then let it go and then finally I just couldn't take anymore and I said we stopped working together and life has been financially hard ever since but <laughs> yeah but to get away from a creep like that yeah, yeah I'm glad I'm not still there because apparently he's gotten worse and yeah the things that I've been told the last week have been rather disturbing and I'm like I'm glad I don't work with him but now I feel like was he able to cause harm to people by using my, my name, name in right. order to access them right because I purposefully never made my connection with that firm public yeah for that reason because I was working behind the scenes and I didn't want people retaining it yeah based on me working there I, yeah I didn't want that and I had had that conversation explicitly with him. And so now to find out that he did it, that he used, because I refused to play that role, he just co-opted, you know, used yeah. my name without my knowledge in order to gain access to people. Oh, my God. So now I feel like, you know, that is so what horrifying. harm was caused. Yeah. That is horrifying. Yeah, it never occurred to me that that was even within the realm of possibility. You know, because like I said, who does that? Right. <laughs> so like it never entered my brain that that was possible. So now I feel like I'm, I'm trying to find out like wow. what those possibilities are. And is there a way for me to help right. fix any of them? If he, you know, because surely if he's, right, you know, if he's done it with over, one, he's probably harmed other people too, which right. has fired him now, thankfully. But yeah, 
Um, oh my god. Just the entitlement. It just makes me so angry. Mm-hmm. I can't even wrap my head around it. Like I'm like, I'm minding my fucking business. Maybe you should try the same. <laughs> it costs nothing. Yeah, it's free and it don't cost shit. You can contact the podcast at brokebrokenpodcast at gmail.com. The Broken Broken Podcast can be found online at www.brokebrokenpodcast.com. On Twitter, at Broke Broken Show. On Instagram and Facebook, at Broke Broken Podcast. You can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube.